ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three, and Welcome into the Wednesday edition. The drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I've got some special news today to start the show off. Um, One of our sister stations um, in Ashland, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Uh, We've got a big event that's going to take place in July. And I don't know much about the venue other than it's really cool. And I didn't want to tell you that, hey, this is a really cool venue and leave it at that. But... Kentucky Sports Radio, which is the program we air over on our sister station, weekdays from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. They've had a statewide tour that they do every year. Now, it's been a few years since they've been back to Ashland. We got them back to Ashland. They're coming in July, and they're going to be at really what I understand is one of the cooler venues in Ashland. And Nate Gilcher is joining us now. Of course, you hear him all across the radio waves, even on the river. You're on planet. You're everywhere. And you also hooked me up with a location for this event. So uh, all I know that this is probably the coolest place to hang out in Ashland, right? Is, is that a fair description? I, I would say so. Okay. <laughs> and thanks for having me on, Paul. And uh, it's Blazer's Restaurant and Bakery. And if, and if you live in Ashland, you probably are already familiar with Blazer's. If not, it's probably one of the area's best kept secrets. It's in the old Chimney Corner building, okay. downtown Ashland, if you're familiar. Uh, Carter Avenue is where it's located, right downtown. And uh, uh, Jessica and Irvin Pereira are the uh, the owners over there, and they've done a fantastic job of, of making it their own. And uh, it's called Blazer's Restaurant and Bakery because one of the things they're known for are their pastries. They just have – you can't go there and not get dessert. Fresh-made pastries every day, and they've got them on display when you walk in. It's like you don't even stand a chance. You walk in, you see the pastries, and you're already thinking about dessert before you see the menu. Fair enough, yeah. yeah. So we're going to have the guys from Kentucky Sports Radio on the 17th of July. And of course, uh, for more information, go to our Facebook page first. That's Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. This is going to be a big deal. You were telling me that news is already spread, not just in the Ashland area, but uh, all ac- across the Commonwealth, people who are people know about Ashland and are in the area like, oh, wow, yeah, this get, is a big deal. Getting messages and, and questions about the event from Lexington and, and other places in the state. And as you know better than I do, Paul, you know, Kentucky Sports Radio, it's, it's huge. huge. It's yeah. huge in the state of Kentucky. And uh, a lot of folks are, we're hoping, going to turn out and, and, and want to meet these guys and, and be a part of the, the broadcast. And what's really cool is Blazers normally opens during the week at 11 a.m. for lunch. Uh, we're going to be a little earlier than that on the 17th. Okay. Uh, so Blazers is going to open a little earlier and do a special brunch menu. So from what I understand, menu items that you may not be able to get at Blazers normally will be available that day if you come out for the broadcast. Okay, great. And broadcast is 10 to noon. 10 to noon. And we'll be out there before that, obviously, to let you in and let you get the menu and order. And this is going to be fun. I, I'm excited about this. Uh, and just want to get the word out and let everybody know that uh, we're going to be in a really cool place. Yeah, and, you know, anytime, you know, our company here, our, our kindred family of stations, anytime we put on an event, and you know this, you've been here long enough, anytime we put on an event, it's always top-notch. You can always count on tons of people. You know, people will look around and they'll say, wow, I can't believe there's this many people here. Nobody that works for our company is ever surprised by the number of people, you know, whether we're talking about, you know, Dog Dazzle, whatever it might be. So we don't look for this to be any different. Um, it's going to be a great event. It's a, it's a chance to to sample, you know, food and, and drink at a, at a locally owned restaurant and 
Uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll plug Blazers Go ahead. here for a few minutes. Uh, you know, dollar dollar beers uh, every day at Blazers. If you come in and sit at the bar and have yourselves a, a dollar beer, they've always got lunch specials and dinner specials. They do some special seafood buffets and things like that on the weekends sometimes. If you want more on Blazers, the best place to go is their Facebook page. Um, they always have really detailed uh, descriptions on their Facebook page about specials and the menus and new items and things like that. What should I order when I get down there? I tell you what, the last time I was, the last two times I was there, actually, I had the hot brown. Okay. If you're a fan of the uh, the hot brown sandwich, uh, but a few times ago I had the the homemade chicken pot pie. That was the lunch special for the day, and that was, I mean, they brought it out. You could tell right away it was homemade. It was bubbling over the top, and it was fantastic. But they have great wings. I mean, you know, I've I've never had anything bad there. You know, obviously I'm going to say that, but you know, yeah. it's, everything is very good. And it's a it's probably a, a you mentioned it's a, a best kept secret probably because this is a great place to go watch UK on a Saturday. Yeah, they they do. They put the UK games on their screens uh, behind the bar and and they put the sound through the PA and and you know everything just like a a proper sports bar when the game is on. But it's also a great place to have a, a casual dining experience. They have the live music on the patio throughout the summer. Um, and just it's just a really nice atmosphere, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Really, no matter whether you're going for lunch or dinner. Okay. Yeah. So we get Kentucky Sports Radio going. The be there in July. Details on our Facebook page, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. Uh, I'm hoping that the pastries wow the guys so much that that's all they talk about for the next few days. Yeah, and maybe then they they schedule a return visit. Then right, that's the idea. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, that I might skip the lunch and just go for the, the just, pastry. just eat straight up dessert. <laughs> just go for the dessert first. I hope it's like ninety degrees that day. It's like yeah. a stomach ache waiting to happen. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll prepare. You know, I'll, I'll I'll have a like a very light breakfast, right? And then go start with the pastries and then work my way to the brunch. I don't know. I mean, it, I it could sound- be I could be talked into that plan as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, go for the good stuff. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like everything's good, but you're telling me I'm not going to have a chance when I walk in for the pastries. No, it's like I said, the pastry is on display right as you walk in the door, and you know you're waiting for your table. You're already looking at dessert. Okay, right, fair enough. Right from the get go. But well, we're gonna take our first break. I know you got to get out of here because uh, well, you got a family to go take care. Yeah, of. my my day is coming to an end. But thank you so much for for letting me plug Blazers and the event. And I'm I'm glad to be working with you on this. And hopefully we can make it uh, make it big. Come on out. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna take our first break. Come back and uh, we'll get into the news of the day. The drive continues on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 9:30. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's a light day in sports, unless you're following the World Cup. Reminder, I am not following the World Cup, but we do carry on. Some good news today coming out of Conference USA, because Conference USA Commissioner Judy McLeod has been appointed to the NCAA Division I Council and the NCAA Division I Men's Basketball Oversight Committee. It's been a pretty good year for Conference USA as far as people in high places. You've got Mike Hamrick, who's on the, uh, on the big committee for football. You've got, of course, now this. And I think part of it is because Conference USA, I will give this league a lot of credit, it's been very aggressive and progressive when it comes to New Frontiers, digital, trying to make sure that they do the best with what they've got and trying to make sure that they've got an innovative strategy, not only with getting the broadcast out, but also the basketball schedule. 
I mean, that's a great concept. You are basically having a mini tournament of sorts before you have the real tournament. And the seeding is going to be beneficial for, especially I think those bottom teams are going to get a lot out of this because all of a sudden you've got a newfound hope. You're playing for something. You're not just done. You've got a real shot at getting into the tournament if you're on the bottom because, well, you're going to play teams that are just like you and maybe they give you some momentum. Who knows? But it's a big deal for Judy to be part of the committees because, well, uh, it puts Conference USA in a position of influence. It puts Conference USA in a position where people uh, think highly of Judy because they don't just draw straws and say, here you go. So that says something about what Conference USA has done to to be able to earn some spots on some committees here. And of course, revenue is going to increase for the schools. How much, I'm not sure what we're going to see, but still uh, there is a, a revenue bump for Conference USA with the multimedia rights deals and uh, the basketball scheduling. I'm sure it's going to help. Uh, it seems, I, I don't know with the attendance, I would call it, a success, but it seems that um, the tournament at the Star in Frisco, Texas, uh, they felt that it was successful. It's a unique venue, to say the least, for your basketball championship. Didn't feel like a basketball arena. Kind of hard to feel like a basketball arena when you're playing in a football facility. But still, they were happy with the outcome of the tournament. If you're Marshall, you're really happy with the outcome of the tournament because you won. You won the tournament. So she's going to be on the on the committee. You also have to really think that basketball is helping. Marshall was able to get out of the first round, got a win, got to the second round again. Conference USA has been able to do that four consecutive tournaments now to not be a one-and-done, which says something about the basketball being. Here's what McLeod said. She said that, I am honored to be selected to serve on the committees. The opportunity to impact the collegiate landscape in a positive manner is a privilege, and I am looking forward to advancing student-athlete well-being programming and strategic initiatives for the membership. So this group... It's, um, it's responsible for the day-to-day decision-making for the Division I membership. It's, it's not one of those subcommittees. This is a pretty high-ranking body. Now, the Men's Basketball Oversight Committee ensures that appropriate oversight of men's basketball is maintained while enhancing development of the sport and making recommendations relative to regular season and postseason men's basketball. Uh, the committee is composed of 12 voting members and four non-voting members. Still, that says something. Conference USA is uh, well represented here as of late. I don't know what kind of change we're going to see that's going to benefit the league, but you've got your commissioner in a place of importance. You've got your athletic director in a place of importance. You've got your president in a place of importance right now. What does that tell you? Take Conference USA out of the equation here. Take Judy out of the equation because she's going to be looking out for the, the the membership, which Marshall is a part of. But 
she's not doing something that's specifically beneficial to Marshall. She's just looking at them as part of the membership, and whatever she does will be beneficial to the group. And Mike Hamrick's not in a position where he's trying to take care of policy that's directly geared towards Marshall, not how it works. But you've got someone who now is part of the conversation. That's what you want. So I think that says a lot about what's happening with Marshall. It's very positive. And you throw that on top of what's happened recently with the multimedia rights deals. And I know it's not the best deal for some of you because you're not on the digital platforms. It's it's very difficult. There's a um, there's a barrier to entry for a lot of you. And that's totally fair. I mean, for some of you, I'm going to say the majority of you listening to the program, you're pretty much on top of it. I think that's fair. You're a digital social group, and you're on top of what's happening. You kind of, you get it. We've done this for a few years now. Where's the game going to be? Oh, it's going to be on this platform. Okay, can I get it? All right, it's going to be on Facebook. Okay, I get that. And, of course, we definitely direct you to uh, places across the Tri-State if you're local. Hey, if you're having problems getting the game at your house, well, you can get it here. Here's where you can go because these places are set up to do this to bring you in. And I understand where some of you might still see that as it's a little resistant. It's a little, this isn't easy for me. I can't just turn my TV on, turn to the channel, and there it is. I pay all this money for these sports channels and everything else, and I can't just sit in my house where it's comfortable where the food's great, the snacks are free, the refrigerator's right around the corner, and I can't just sit and do this. Well, depending on your digital IQ, you can. It's just going to be difficult for a lot of people. And yes, uh, I know some of the older fan base feels maybe this is not for them. They're being pushed out a little bit. And unfortunately, that's, that's where it is right now. The stream is a picking up thing. I mean, the World Cup's being streamed a lot. I think part of that's because you're at work. You should be working. But no, you're you're kind of doing your job, keeping an eye on the soccer. I know it's uh, right now being streamed more than the Super Bowl. I get that. And it's going to pick up. These things are, I mean, March Madness. Look at that. Look at March Madness. Every March we all gather by the computer, the radio. Uh, I'm sure some offices have, uh, you know, office parties. Not all. I remember the World Cup when it was last relevant to us here in the United States of America. Uh, there was um, there was a watch party for the United States in our office. We were watching the World Cups, and that happens with March Madness because if there's a TV available somewhere in the office, it's going to be flipped over. And yeah, that's a lot more convenient. Eventually, it's we're going to all catch up to this. And we're going to treat Digital Plus, you know, ESPN Plus, we're going to treat that just like we would anything else. I mean, right now, Netflix. I think every device I own that has a digital connection has Netflix. I mean, that's how much penetration they've got. Everything that I can use to stream a broadcast has Netflix on it. ESPN's been trying to become that. They're trying to get to the point where 
every single device that you can think of has ESPN on it, and you can get ESPN on your phone, your tablet, your computer, your TV, your smart TV, your Roku, your Apple TV, your Amazon Fire Stick, your Chromecast. Did I leave anything out? Did I get them all? I'm sure there are different other streaming devices out there I missed. And that's where we're getting to the point now. So I can see where Conference USA is really benefiting from this because this is a a league that has decided, okay, we can't win traditionally right now. So let's go out, think outside the box a little bit, and see what we can come up with. And I'm not carrying their water. Don't mistake that. I'm not sitting here carrying their water, but I think we have to realize these are some good maneuvers. These are some good moves. I mean, how many of you have been able to watch more martial content because of CUSA TV, which it wasn't the best thing going at the beginning. It wasn't the best thing. And I know some of you had issues with streaming, and that's okay. I get that. I completely understand that. But that was the launching pad for this. And, of course, I can remember so many of you not happy with American Sports Network. How many of you really thought that, okay, this is the low end of sports broadcasting? This is maybe two steps up from your Friday night high school broadcast. It's not that. And now they're part of of a different group. It's called Stadium. It seems to be working out better. And that's still on your traditional TV. Now, Stadium is not necessarily on a lot of your providers. If I put an antenna up, I can get it. But I can't watch it on DirecTV because it's not a thing there. But if I had cable, I'd get it all right. It would be a thing there. So, yeah, there are a lot of hurdles still to overcome, but I think at the end of the day, it's good to know that you've got some leadership now that are in positions where they can have some influence, some different voices, and ultimately, I think this has got to benefit Marshall. I mean, this is a point in time where you have more voices that can represent what's happening with Marshall and Conference USA than you've had in a while. I don't think we've had these many voices out there. For for the longest time, it was Mike Hamrick. And now you've got Mike Hamrick. You've got the commissioner. You've got president of the university, all in different committees, all with a voice now. So if you're a Marshall football basketball fan, I mean, this isn't going to have a direct impact on you. That's fair to say. This is not going to be the this directly brought me this type of deal. But what's good for Marshall is good for you if you're a fan. More on the way. Drive continues here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't worry. Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So if you ever think Marshall's got it tough, Look to Western Kentucky as an example of Marshall's not got it as tough as you might think. Western Kentucky's swimming and diving program not coming back in 2020. Um, Of course, they're suspended right now. 
the athletic budget that Western Kentucky operates under took a $1.14 million reduction over several months. A lot of university cuts going on. It's university-wide. Now, this figure includes $226,502 in personnel cost and $912,981 in non-personnel costs. Uh, that's per the budget-approved Friday by the school's Board of Regents. It was um, it was placed on a probation period, the swimming team, swimming and diving team, back on April 14, 2015, after an investigation um, by the Bowling Green Police Department and Western Kentucky's Title IX office. Money previously allocated toward the program was redirected during the course of suspension toward cost of attendance, according to sources. Now... The combined 2014-15 budget for the men's and women's swimming programs was $995,421. Now, cost of attendance funds are uh, intended to cover the real cost of attending college, not covered by the previous definition of a full scholarship, which includes tuition, room, board, required fees, and books. That's, of course, per the NCAA's website. So these funds are now going to be drawn from other areas of the athletic budget, sources said. Uh, now, Todd Stewart, who's your athletic director, the question was posed to him in May um, about the future of the program. He said what we had said at the time was we would get at least three, three and a half years into it, and then kind of evaluate everything. We're not really to that point yet, he added, but I would say there's something we'll have to sit down and discuss relatively soon in terms of where that goes in the future. I think we'll have to make the decision by next summer. I don't think we go into year five of the suspension not knowing what we're going to do. I don't think it's going to happen. And you look at what's going on with Marshall, thankfully nothing's been cut. you got swimming and diving at Marshall. Now, I don't know if you go try to cherry pick, uh, you know, kids' um, potential. Like, hey, look, you can't swim and dive there. You got to come here. But it's um, it's a program. Get this: the men's swimming and diving program won 15 conference championships since the 1969-70 season, including two in its first two seasons in Conference USA. The women's program won nine Sun Belt titles from 97 to 98 forward. The program had 11 qualifiers in the NCAA, three All-Americans, three Olympians with one gold medalist, and Claire Donahue. She earned gold after swimming in the preliminary heats of the 4x100-meter medley relay at the 2012 Summer Olympics in London. So you've got a program that's creating some champions for you. You can point to the swimming team and go, look, we got winners here at Western Kentucky. Here's here's part of our winning resume. It's right here in the pool, swimming and diving. But you can't have nice things all the time. Former Western Kentucky University swimmer Colin Craig filed a complaint in January 2015 uh, he reported multiple assaults and hazing incidents that include 
forced alcohol consumption and made a reference to a veil of secrecy that discouraged reporting misbehavior to any authority figures outside the swim team. Let me tell you right now, um, personal advice from me to you, report everything. Just go ahead, report it. If somebody is not cool with you, report it. It's in your best interest to report it or they will dictate the conversation. Just personal advice right now. Don't be afraid. And if you're afraid, find someone who will help you not be afraid because uh, if you think being quiet about things are going to help you, it's not. Not going to help you at all. So that's just my personal advice. Um, Craig estimated in his complaint that he had to attend 27 parties his freshman year and was chastised when he didn't attend. So when he addressed his concerns with team captains, he was singled out, belittled, threatened, intimidated, and shunned. And I'll tell you right now, I completely believe that. It happens every day, everywhere. I completely get that. I understand it completely. So you get a a federal lawsuit, which was filed by Craig, following that, detailing incidents in which he claimed to have been hit in the testicles repeatedly by teammates and ordered to take part in forced servitude activities that involved cleaning up vomit. It was at a residence they called the party house, so he had to clean up vomit. Craig was also, he claimed to, to been subject to verbal abuse and choked to the point of passing out during a wrestling encounter with a teammate. Wait a minute. Talking WWE style here? What are we talking here? Uh, He also stated in his lawsuit that a teammate disclosed to a third party that he had been charged with rape, an allegation that was false and had no basis in fact. And let me tell you again, protect yourself, my friends. Protect yourself. The combined budget is um, going away now, my friends. Because um, it's not uh, it's not it's not easy to pay for these things. I mean, you have a program that has to go through stuff like this, and your Title IX investigation led to the suspension of swimming and diving five years. Five years. Um, the Title IX investigation concluded that policies were violated based on points regarding hazing sexual harassment, and sexual assault. This was a memorandum which was sent out in 2005 uh, to Craig from former Title IX director and the coordinator, uh, Huda Milkley. So the positions for coaches, uh, gone. Um, So your head coach, gone. Your associate head coach, gone. Your diving coach, gone. And West Kentucky and Craig was... um, an undisclosed settlement back in August of 2016. And so now you look at, uh, all right, we're close to um, possibly restoring this and Western Kentucky, eh, no, sorry, um, we're good. We've kind of got a million-plus reduction in our budget. We're good. Um, We're not going to come back with that. Thanks. Appreciate it. What do you do with the facilities? I guess you keep them open. You you have to keep them open, right? You have facilities. What are you doing with them? 
I mean, you're not obviously using them for uh, swimming and diving, but I'm sure they're getting a lot of use from from other people, the students. We got more on the way. Drive continues. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday edition. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So, um, I don't know if you've been following this, but this is a weird one, really. There was a, um, a body found Tuesday afternoon inside a freezer at SunTrust Park. Braves are there right now. And... The body was that of an outside contractor. A co-worker of the deceased made the discovery. Um, Here's uh, all we know. Uh, If foul play was suspected, no one's talking right now. It's an active investigation. Um, Don't know the identity just yet. And um, waiting on, of course, uh, notifying the family. Um, The Braves played their scheduled game against the Reds Tuesday night. And again today. That's kind of a weird one, just to find a body in a freezer. Maybe it's it's kind of strange anyway to, to, to come across such an occurrence, and it's pretty sad, actually. But that was weird. Like, here the freezer at the ballpark. It just makes you just kind of a little worried a little bit when you go to the ballpark. So, as we said earlier, uh, it's kind of, a, um, kind of a light day in sports. Of course, if you're a World Cup soccer fan – you're you're doing well. If you're not a World Cup soccer fan, I'm I'm with you. I'm here for you. I empathize completely, totally get it. Understand. I just can't do it. I can't do it at all. I've tried. I really have tried. I'm sorry. Uh that might be, I might be uh an outlier to some in the company, but I'm not following the World Cups. But I'm not doing the hate thing. I'm not hating on it completely. I'm not. Uh, I'm not in that camp. I just look at it and go, oh, okay, kickball. That's good. Uh, if you missed the show earlier, um, we got a great announcement coming up uh, in July. We're going to be part of Kentucky Sports Radio's summer tour. That's right. Summer tour is coming back to Ashland. They haven't been in Ashland in a while, and we've got a great location. Uh, it's the old Jimmy Corner location. It's uh, Blazers Restaurant and Bakery. If you're in Ashland, you know about this place. If you don't, uh, I was told that the pastries will get you every time when you walk in the door. So uh, they're coming to do their show live, part of the summer tour. It's going to be on July 17th, Blazers Restaurant and Bakery. Get there. Get there early. They're opening up early, actually. They're going to do a brunch. Usually they open up, uh, get ready for the lunch crowd, but they're going to open up a little early for you. So you get a chance to uh, get some menu items that normally you wouldn't get a chance to to take part of, be a part of the show. I'm excited about it. I hope to see you there. It's going to be uh, on the 17th next month. It's going to be in Ashland, Blazers Restaurant and Bakery. I'm looking for um, I'm looking for a good crowd, and I'm looking for a lot of pastries to be sold that day. That's my goal. I want to get that place sold out of pastries. I want their pastry case to be completely empty when we're done. Just look at the pastry case and go, what happened? Well, uh, Kendrick Communications and Kentucky Sports Radio both were here. And they just wiped us out. Everyone who came in just wiped us out of pastries. That's my goal, to get that happening. 
And I know that a lot of you listen to Kentucky Sports Radio, so this is going to be a big deal for you. I can't wait. I want to see all of you here. And uh, don't forget, like our Facebook page, uh, our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Like the page and get updated on uh, information as we have it. And, of course, uh, we'll keep you updated right here as well. As uh, We're excited for our sister station, uh, your home of the uh, Kentucky Wildcats in the River Cities. That, of course, uh, you can hear basketball, football. We've got everything. We've got the uh, the games coming up uh, in August as well. The basketball team's uh, going to be playing some international games, and we've got that coming up as well. So get good chance for you to listen to some UK basketball in the summer. It doesn't happen very often. So, again, follow our Facebook page, Cat Sports and 93.3 and 1340. If you're going to the event, hey, let us know on the Facebook page. Like the event as well. It's free. It'll be fun. You get to see, uh, I'm sure, one of the most colorful radio shows on tour in person. So you guys should be excited about that. I would go on tour, but I'm on tour every Monday at the Union Pub and Grill. Um, Just me. It's me. We're going to try to ramp that thing up. Make every Monday a fun tour stop. But if you want to have me on tour, I'll be there. Yeah, just get in touch with our sales staff here at the Kindred Communications, and I'll come to your location. I will come. We should get that summer tour. Gabriel, get that summer tour schedule. This is probably a next summer tour. Uh, we need to have a tour stop where we can have miniature golf. I think every every place I go, just next summer, we're going to do a – we should do a week tour stop. We can go to places across the tri-state. Huntington, Ashland, Ironton, Barbersville, Milton, Chesapeake, South Point, Colgrove, Rock Hill. Just a local summer tour. Let's get that going right now. And if you've got miniature golf at your location, I think all the better. Uh, maybe we can do a tour stop in uh, in Charleston that I can take on David Kahn because uh, I think I got serious yesterday. We're really going to have to do this uh, miniature golf challenge. I'm thinking charity. I'm thinking we need to come up with something there. So, um, yeah, that would be good. And, of course, uh, home base for the tour stops will be the Union Pub and Grill every Monday. Um, Actually, I'm on tour every fall when we're at Roosters for um, Marshall football. The tour consists of me at the Henderson Center, me at the stadium and me at Roosters. That's the tour for me. And thankfully, I got a bigger stage this fall for the Paul Swan stop. There's a concert after. They have a concert. They they have a concert. They figure that I'm I'm the guy. I bring the concert to life here. They're not there for the concert. They're there for me. And the concert sort of, hey, you're here. You've got this stage. Do you mind if we do a concert as well? A couple hours before the game. Do your thing three hours out. Then the concert sort of like a, an added feature to you. It was Greg Perry, me, and Dave Walsh last year. I don't know if that's the trio coming back. I might kidnap Woody Woodrum. We might have him back on the stage as well. I don't know what this thing's going to look at like, but it's going to – it's going to be bigger. 
to give you an idea now, it was so fun last year, and we did so much with that. We've made it bigger. We got a huge stage. I've seen the stage, and it's legit. Game day is going to get a university. All I'm saying, it's it. That's all I can tell you right now. Nothing more can be said. I've got some good news for you, though. Um, football's almost here. Don't forget, if you miss any part of the program any day of the week, you can go to our website, WRVC.com. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio. You can subscribe to the show that way. And, of course, you can always listen to us live here on the radio. For our producer, Gabriel Sellers, I'm Paul Swan. Thanks for joining me back tomorrow for another summer day of fun here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Until then, good night, everyone. station.